Hey, hey, Annika here. Today's episode is knowledge that will change your life. Mm-hmm. Let me start by making a statement. And I will make this statement three times with tiny tweaks to it. So the first one is, if a person knows very little, they will think they know everything. It's a general statement about people in general. Uh, a theory I think we can accept. If a person knows very little, they will think they know everything. Now, if we take the same statement and we make it a little bit more specific, it will be those who know very little think they know everything. And I mean, it's a statement about other people. I think we can still accept it. We, we agree. I agree. And now let's take that same statement and make it personal. So because you know so little, you think you know everything. Ah, all of a sudden it became a little bit less, uh, less comfortable. Feel some resistance. Because you know so little, you think you know everything. Ah, it's not so nice. And for the first one, if a person knows very little, they will believe they know everything. I can't help it, but... My thoughts go to young teenagers because they saw it on TikTok. Now they know. <laughs> and that's an actual source of inspiration for a lot of young people today. They watch TikTok for hours. And I say they, I, yes, I'm generalizing because just go out and about on town and you will see. Do you realize how scary that is? That so many young people today watch these TikTok accounts that are not... Uh, people who've been through decades of life and have experience, have been through the hard and the bad and the good and the ugly, uh, have done their studies and their work, career experiences, all of that. No, it's uh, young people like themselves who, I don't know, yeah, it's, I guess it's persons who know very little who think they know everything. Uh, known today as influencers. Ooh. Um the knowledge of how our brain functions changed my life. When you don't know, you don't know. And, hang on, I'm going to do a drum roll. Ah, I hurt my fingers. <gasps> we don't even know what we don't know. That's why so often the statement I just made is true for most of us. Because we know so little, we think we know everything. And even if we don't know everything or very much at all, the little things we know, we kind of think that, yeah, that's all I need to know. I know everything. That's, I mean, we think we know. That's how we make decisions in our lives. Um, like I shared in episode 124, I think, I've been studying a lot about how our brain functions. And the last book I finished on the topic is Your Brain at Work by Dr. David Rock. And now I'm on a mission to find my next best book. And I found it. I found it. It's, uh, I'm going to read The Divided Brain and the Search for Meaning by Ian McGilchrist. Uh, he's written many, many books um, about the brain. But the one I'm going to start with is this one. And to learn more about him, I listened to a podcast, podcast interview with... Uh, this gentleman, Ian McGilchrist, on the Impact Theory podcast with Tom Bilyeu. I'm just flipping my paper here. So um, 
for me, the information, what I learned in Your Brain at Work literally changed my life. Um, learning that our brain has physical limitations to how much and how long it can focus on something. That knowledge gave me permission to let go, to leave it, to pick it up first thing in the morning. And yes, I'm talking about work. Um, because I used to, especially when I was an independent, I would work way, way too many hours and I couldn't stop feeling that I had to push it harder, push it harder, push it longer, push it harder. And now I can stop work. Um, as you can imagine, I'm not just relieved about knowing this. It has increased my quality of life and it makes me happier. Learning how the brain works is so important, I think. Oh, I think it's some something that everyone should know about. So the um, my research about this new book and the author, uh, just this weekend, uh, I've learned things that blew my socks off, and I wanted to share. I wanted to share one or two things. So you know how the brain has a left and a right side. And that people are either dominantly left or right brained, like we are left or right handed. Uh, if you're analytical, you focus on data, you are methodical in your thinking, then you're left brained. And if you're the artistical, creative dreamer who values emotional intelligence higher, then your right brain is the dominant. Uh, I don't know about you, but I feel this is something I learned in school. Uh, I think I may even have seen it in school books. Uh, I've Googled it, of course. <laughs> yes, the World Wide Web. Um, if you type in left, right brain and you click images on Google, you will see it. It's right there. The left one, you'll see numbers, graphs, a chart. Uh, ch uh, what did I say? A chart is what I tried to say. And on the right side, you see some bubbly clouds, shapes, of butterfly colors yeah dreamy stuff so if you're like me you already know this uh, well that's completely wrong it is not true what is true is that the left and the right side has two different approaches to the world like if it was two different personalities different characters who prefer different ways of doing things and like um, McGilchrist says both hemispheres do everything in some way. It's how they do things that is different. So the the whole thing about, yeah, the left side does the calculation, da 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 da, da and the right side does the does the painting and the singing. When I learned this now, I felt I felt disappointment with teachers, school books, uh, adult speakers, and yeah, my best friend Google. What the heck? I, I mean, you'd think that the, the things you learn from school, from teachers and other adults would be true. They are, they are an authority. You listen to them. You look up to them. You trust them. You learn from them. But there is no scientific evidence that suggests that a person has a dominant side of the brain. So I think this example shows that uh, learning about the brain and not just trusting what we're told is very, very important. What, what do you really know? 
Where did you get the information you based your decision on? How do you know that that source is the right one? How do you know that they know? Critical thinking right there. Not a common thing in today's society. The thing about the left and the right brain, uh, because someone taught me about it, and I read it myself, I googled it, all of it. Well, I taught my child about it in detail. <laughs> I told her, this is how it functions. This is how it works. Look, look, look here on Google. I show you. I point here, here. Look, look, look. Ooh, so we're going to have to go through that again. Um, just very annoying. When you get to the point that you realize, I've explained this. I've taught someone about this. And then that was wrong. That was wrong. Well, you just go at it again, learn it differently. But uh, I had a bit of a, it's an awkward feeling when you, every time you realize, oh my gosh, I was wrong. I was so convinced. I knew I was right. And then you realize that was wrong. It's a weird feeling. Um, Another example, not that powerful, but um, happened uh, last night. We were in the bathroom getting ready for bed. So we were doing the whole hygiene procedure, brushing teeth, washing face and all that. And um, next to my daughter, we're talking with the toothpaste and all. And she's washing her face. And so I stand there, I look at her while we speak. And all of a sudden, she picks up the soap thing and starts again. And I was like, ah, you already did that. You're starting over. Because I thought that while speaking, she forgot that she had already done it. You know, sometimes you brush your teeth twice. Or I don't know if it's happened to you. I've done it a couple of times. Um, but she says, oh, no, no, no. She holds up the this bottle to me, like to my face. And she says, no, no, no. This is how you do it. It's a double cleansing product. And in my head, I was thinking, oh, that's not how you, what it means. No. Yes. And so she knew she was doing the right thing by washing her face twice with that soap product. I knew she was doing it wrong because double cleansing does not mean wash your face twice with this soap. It means somehow that this product has a dual action. It does two things. So I explained that to her. It doesn't mean wash your face twice. It means it does. It takes away makeup for people who have makeup and then dirt or stuff on the skin. Just two different kind of products to... Uh, make the dirt and the things that shouldn't be there dissolve and dissolve and disappear. And um, in the morning, we spoke about it again. And I said, you know that thing I told you? Don't take my word for it. Go and search, research, and then you will see. Then you will know. It's not just something I told you, but you will know. And um, and I, I left it at that because, I mean, I, I know I'm right. And <laughs> before I was going to record this podcast, I thought... Let me just check what it says under double cleansing. And um, I had a big, 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 big surprise. Big, big, big surprise. Because it says double cleansing means washing your face twice. Once with an oil-based cleans- oil based cleanser and two with a water-based cleanser. That way your skin will be super clean and fresh. And then you apply the moisturizer it made me almost sweat because I had been so sure of myself. Uh, 
but um, I think I was right. I think that her specific product, her specific product is, oh my God, something very annoying is happening. My child is knocking on the door and I can't let them in because I'm in the middle of a recording. Oh my gosh, this should be an episode in itself. How to manage the stress of, of that. <laughs> anyway, the cleansing product is very likely a product you should use once. But that's just an example of saying, I knew that I knew, and she knew that she knew, one of us is wrong. One of us is crying. There's a song. Anyway, um, not everything uh, we think is right is right, is it? Uh, you know, in, in most cultures in the whole world, from the beginning of time, there are stories, myths about the antagonism of two related beings, oftentimes brothers or family members, where the one that knows the least thinks it knows everything. Because it knows so little, it thinks it knows everything, right? And as a result, civilizations come to an end. Huh. Because we act based on what we think we know. And if you know very little those actions are not going to be very impressive. So, not everything we're told by authorities is true. Not everything we're told by people who love us and thinks they're doing the right thing for us is true. Not everything we think we know is true. I think, in conclusion, it's, it's best to just be very humble and open to the fact that there's, there's so much more to learn. We don't know it all. Not, not even the things we think we know are true. How, how can we know? Uh, I'll end with a quote uh, by William James, a philosopher. He says, ignorance is a sea and knowledge is a drop in that ocean. Oh, I'll add a song at the end. You know, um, what's it called? Rapunzel. Uh, she sings, mama, mother knows best. I actually sing that at home. Uh, sometimes in English, sometimes in Swedish. The movie in Swedish is called Trassel, and she sings, Mama, it best. And I do this when we have a dialogue, a discussion, an argument with my kids, and I believe I'm right. And I sing it like a slam dunk. And then um, sometimes uh, they come back and they have information they share that proves that they were right, and mother does not know best. And, oh my goodness, you can imagine the, the, the cheering and the celebration in our house when I have to admit that I, I don't know best and they were right and I was wrong. Just for the record, this is not a competition, an ongoing competition about who's right and who's wrong and who's the best and who knows most. It's just to encourage thinking for yourself, doing research to find out the answer or the solution. All right. All that being said, we we don't know anything, do we? But um, thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon.